Slice Audio. Coming to you live from Rapid City, South Dakota. It's Citizens Rest. <laughs> oh, that That's is badass. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Are you trying to steal our job? I don't. I just want to say this. Uh, we don't have to put this, but we can switch jobs for a day. I'd be good with that. Okay. Mosher. Mosher's a little happy today. But I'd have to play a little bit of a mix because I am kind of a country guy. I mean, I kind of like some George Strait. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. uh, Okay. Randy Travis. uh, The old 80s kind of country. That's our cowboy. Um, But then, you know, I'm into little Jay-Z, a little Snoop Dogg. So I got some R&B in me as well. Yeah. But then I got to tell you, there's there's a special place in my heart for the crew. You know, Vince Neil. Oh, Tommy yeah. Lee, Nikki. So, yeah, I could try it for a day, but I just don't know if the listeners would like that variety. I don't know. What do you think? Where I think you, they would like it. Where do you sit with Queen? Oh, God. I like Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, how do you not? Yeah. Can, you, can you sing along to it? Well, I, I, I got to get started. I'd have to have something in my ear to kind of get me started. Mama Mia, Mama Mia. Yeah, <laughs> She doesn't no. all the time. I'm gonna leave that up. I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave the singing to Brandon. Not good at it either. I'll be honest. <laughs> but you got like maybe we are the champions. Yeah. See, look at that. He's showing me a picture. Showing you guys a picture of me at the stock show. Oh, oh yeah. That, that was my uh, that was my George Strait get up. I also got a Garth Brooks look too. Oh my goodness. Okay, can you, yeah, I hear you're playing over at the stock show this year, yes, right? I maybe am. you can get me up there and I'll like be your backup that or something. That sounds like a great right, idea. We can give that a shot. I like Twice. It. Yeah. Twice you get to play the, the first show. Saturday at the fairgrounds and uh, the second weekend we're opening for Trey Lewis and mm. Casey Donahue. Wow. Sing a little bit so, and yeah. tickle the strings of the old guitar. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, in Studio 4B, once again, Brandon Medina. Good morning. Lieutenant Mosier. Good morning. Brandon you, Jones and myself, Brandon, Amy have Rose. You, have you popped the question to your girlfriend yet? I have not. Are you? Is this something that might happen? I want it to be a surprise for her first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and she probably don't listen to this. So. <laughs> oh, I, I think she does. Oh, oh. crap. Never mind. Let's Hi, Tosh. We can't be talking. Is there something she's like, is it something she's got to improve her attitude a little bit? Something we need to talk to her about? You know, if I require your services, I will I will let you know. Well, because sometimes we require your guys' services. Yeah. We call that number 911. Yeah. You guys come What's up. your so, number? Our number is, uh, you just give us a call, 348-3939 or 3 No, we actually have an official email address now. It's called citizensarrest at homesliceaudio.com. So, yeah, if you have any need, need us to help you out with some love, we have we have a guy that comes in every Friday, and his name is Dr. BJ, and he gives love advice. And so we could always require, you know, acquire him for some, <laughs> wow. for some love advice. Okay. He's right. a real I, ther- I, therapist, if you will. That is that is good to know. Yeah. Can we get on with the show? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah let's go. We asked the public yeah. if they could ask, oh. Watch out. You look like a substitute teacher. <laughs> Might be. <laughs> I play the role of many hats. Uh, Brendan is sharing uh, embarrassing pictures of Lieutenant Mosier. <laughs> Lieutenant Mosier has a, a very unique style. Do you wear that when him. you race? When you do I your racing game? I don't wear that. I got, when I race, I actually wear a fire suit, a helmet, and fire gloves. <laughs> were, those, yeah. Yeah. were those pointy boots? No, those were white alligator skin dress shoes. Oh. Yes, they were. <laughs> and also to note the matching white leather belt. He's, nice. he's, he's, he's 
bringing back Dick Tracy to uh, investigation. Nice. You got to. Are there razor blades in the points of the shoes? Uh, if I could find something, well, I don't know, razor blades, that'd be kind of dangerous. Yeah. But, uh, well, that's the point. What if you went to cross your leg and accidentally hit somebody? You know, <laughs> maybe like a cool kind of like emblem on the tip of the toe would kind of be kind of cool, or like a like a metal shield. I don't know. I've seen yeah, some yeah. I've seen some cool wow. shoes out there. Fancy. But yeah, those were just the, uh, that was the downed version. That was just white yeah. Look at the nerd skin. coming out, Lieutenant. You'd want to get like Roadhouse and have razor blades in your boots. You know, that that's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to the show. Okay. We asked the public, if you could ask a cop anything, what would you ask? One of the questions was, what constitutes calling in SRT SWAT? What constitutes the yeah. special Like you're out of cat food, can you call them? Parents um, are fighting. Quite frankly, when do we call SRT? I guess it would be easy to explain whenever you have a substantial risk to the police officers in the community. Uh, let's say you have a, an armed subject in, in a house. Um, as long as they are uh, not, say, active, like an active shooter situation, if, you, if, if they're actively firing their gun and there's people inside the house and we need to get in there to save somebody's life, that's something that we're going to do and we're going to do immediately. But if we got a barricaded subject with a firearm, um, and there's no immediate need to rush into that place, uh, we're going to take a step back, we're going to analyze the situation, and that's when we're going to use Eliza or special response team. They have all of those specialized tools, the training, the uh, the heavy-duty ballistic vests. They even got that cool vehicle they drive yeah. around town. You ever see that thing? It, it's, it's it does like, look sweet. Yeah, it's, I think they call it the MRAP. I'm not an SRT guy, so I'm not familiar with there, all the there, cool there's terms. A couple, there's, a, there's a couple vehicles that we have. They're, they're up-armored vehicles. The, the big one is called the MRAP. The smaller one is, is called the Bearcat. And so uh, a lot of people want to call these military-style vehicles, which, I mean, technically the MRAP did come from a military surplus program, but there's no... There's no like offensive arm like armament on it. It's purely mm-hmm. just up armored. So it's like it, it's like s- seeing a Brinks truck drive by and be like, ah, oh, there's another military style vehicle. Yeah. Um, but really, this is this is providing extra protection for the officers who are putting themselves in the line of danger from a uh, from an armed subject. Uh, and you know, we we actually. If you if you see those vehicles, uh, we actually paint rest or we have signage on it that says rescue because mm-hmm. that's exactly what these vehicles are designed to do. We want to go in, make contact with the barricaded subject. You know, best case scenario, talk them into coming out peacefully um, and basically saving that person's life. You know, obviously to call out the SRT, they would have already presented a significant risk or danger to the community already. We're trying to resolve this in the most peaceful way possible, and that's where the specialized tools and training for the, the special response team come in. And it's also worth noting that this, is, this isn't this is just the police department. This is a joint team comprised of the police department, the sheriff's office, Pennington County 911. There's always a, a member of dispatch Mm-hmm. in the command center or in the area that's providing uh, specialized communication for this SRT call out. We also have members of the highway patrol that assist us as well as the the Rapid City Fire Department for, you know, emergency medical stuff. 
So I suppose, so okay, so somebody calls in, they're like, this is a situation. The first officer on duty makes that judgment call. Hey, we're going to need medical and or SRT or a bomb squad, whatever the that direction that goes that right. gets that special response team in. Right. What does it take to become a member of said SRT? Obviously, you have to be an uh, officer of some kind, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they... I, I'd even take a step back from that. Uh, we actually have members of our fire department that are part of the special right response team, and they play the role of like an emergency medic. So they are right there in the heat of it with our special response team. In the event of something unfortunate would happen is, you know, let's say this incident didn't go well and it turned out to be a, a shooting, and uh, one of our officers was injured, or even the suspect for that matter is injured, that uh, medical person on that team is there immediately and is, you know, available to start right. rendering medical aid. Aside from that, yeah, you need to be a law enforcement officer with one of the agencies that are participating in the program. Um, not only that, but uh, we're looking for those officers who are proficient in the job that they're doing. Mm-hmm. So if you are a first-year officer, you're still probably trying to get uh, – everything put together as far as fully understanding the job, getting comfortable with what you do on your uh, day-to-day activities. But once you have shown that you're proficient in your job and you're proficient with your physical fitness and you're proficient with your firearms and you have some good uh, critical thinking skills, that's the time when our officers start looking at putting in for that position. And I got to tell you, they don't take everyone. Um, It takes a lot to achieve that and when they do achieve that position uh, our members of the special response team take that position very seriously and uh, again a lot of training uh, monthly training uh, a lot of physical training what kind of physical training oh they got uh, it's like an obstacle course actually is what they got to go through uh, at least once a year to show proficiency that they're keeping up with their physical fitness standards it's intense it's it's pretty intense there's there's a a a big like adult-sized dummy that they have to haul around i would love to come watch that do they allow spectators uh you know next time i hear about it i can ask and see if you guys can come check it out yeah that would be so fun i would love to see amy do it (laughs) yeah we could probably do it we'll try to it might take me all day but i'll do it work that but if she does it you have to do it too i'll do it (laughs) this will be funny i ain't scared i'll try (laughs) i might have to cheat a little we, we can take you down. We can show you the vehicles, too, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, let's drive Field them around. Like, can I take one of them on a hunting trip one time? Uh, you know, that'd be cool. If you can get that cleared of game fishing parks, but I just don't think that's going to happen. Oh, no. We don't need to ask <laughs> them. I, I, it's easier to ask forgiveness than permission sometimes. <laughs> I may be wrong on this. I don't know, but I think you might need a CDL for... I got it. Uh, I got a okay. CDL. <laughs> yeah. I have a motorcycle's license. Uh, yeah, there's that. I don't know I'm how sure far that's, that's going to get her. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can you can ride in the in the top. Okay. So so then there's obviously a line there where you know what what do you do after SRT? Is it National Guard? We're fortunate enough in our area where we have the National Guard in our mm-hmm. town. Not every town has that ability. I mean, does it grow? We've never had a situation I don't think like that, but you know well, so there are certain situations where we call in subject matter experts that we don't have within our law enforcement circles. So take, for example, we have a bomb threat or a report of a, you know, some sort of explosive device. You know, we, 
it's such a rare occurrence in this area that we don't have our own specialized team, but we've got a very good working relationship with Ellsworth Air Force Base, who has their explosive ordnance disposal team out there. And so there have been a handful of situations over the last few years where we've we've called out the Ellsworth Bomb Squad to come help us with, you know, something that either looks like it's an improvised explosive device, something that we know could have the potential to explode. I remember one incident in which there was a a party planning company who does themed parties. And so they were doing like a like 1940s World War II themed party <laughs> and had had bought a box of military memorabilia. And in that, they found a live... Well, I, they didn't know if it was live or not, but they found a, a, a mine <gasps> in there. You want to find out the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. uh, thankfully, they, they recognized what it was. They called us, and so we made some calls to the guard, to, the, to Ellsworth. Ellsworth was able to come out, identify the kind of device it was. They actually had a scale and know the difference in weight between a training munition and an actual one and determine that it was an actual live mine. Oh, my gosh. And so they were able to safely bundle it up and take it out for disposal. What do they do? Do they just, like, throw it off somewhere? (laughs) I think they've got their own explosives that they put next to it. They go fishing? Yeah. No. No. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Donate it to Crazy Horse. Maybe they could use it. (laughs) You know, like, here, we need a big blast here. Yeah, but, you know, Brendan's right. Uh, I'm also thinking of some other cases in regards to when our special response team uh, went out to handle a situation. I mean, for the most part, we're able to take care of it with our team, and uh, thankfully it doesn't grow grow into anything monstrous of which we can't take care of with our own resources. But there was another event that just... uh, uh, tipped off the tip of my brain, and that's uh, just a few years ago. Remember the uh, Mount Rushmore Road? Not Mount Rushmore Road. The Fifth Mount Street. Rushmore. I'm actually talking about mush. Uh, can't even Mushrooms? talk this morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mount <laughs> Rushmore during Fourth of July when oh, yeah. uh, President Trump flew in. Oh. And mm. uh, they had a group of individuals who shut down the highway that went up to the monument. Um, I remember seeing military personnel assisting the sheriff's office uh, yeah. with that particular incident, too. So lots of resources in the area, lots of great individuals that help out and work for us. Uh, when you talk about the special response team, I always joke around a little bit, but I always say those guys that are there, uh, you know, they take their job seriously, but they're also kind of there to protect the butts of the police officers, too, <laughs> yeah. when we yeah. show up at some of those uh, very dangerous situations. Um Yeah, if something's going on and it's an active shooter and something needs to get dealt with right now, uh, rest assured, uh, the Rapid City Police Department, the Sheriff's Office, the Highway Patrol, we have it covered. But at the same time, if we can slow down and take a more logical type of look at things to get things to slow down to where we can resolve it peacefully, (coughs) we will. And oftentimes that's done with, you know, the use of a negotiator, the special response (coughs) team. Um, I remember a deal over at Central High School probably 10 years back where we got a report of an individual with a firearm inside Central High School. Um, That was another deal where we called out our special response team and got things slowed down and went classroom to classroom to make sure everything was on the up and up. But, yeah, great team, big resource. Wow. Did you guys hear the story about the Tabor, South Dakota guy that accidentally – 
fed I, his mom and all of her friends pot brownies? I did see that making headlines this week. In the senior center? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Were you guys talking about this just a few days ago on the on the airways? Oh, yeah. yeah we talked about it for a few days. Yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> I heard you guys talking about something, but I just couldn't put two and two together. It sounds like... Yeah, I I didn't hear I didn't hear about it, but the rest of you guys have. I mean, so like the story is that poor dude, poor teacher, a school teacher, made some pot brownies, went to bed, left his brownies to cool on the counter. Mom gets up. Pot brownies or not, that's just rude to steal your son's brownies and mm-hmm. take them to wherever. It doesn't matter. You took your son's brownies. That's rude. <laughs> I would and, wanted to be in the room when it kicked in. You yeah. know, and they're like, you know, like what were they? What were they saying? Well, I wanted. I, so she takes the brownies to the nursing home, correct? Senior center. Senior center, and yeah. hangs out with her all of her friends. Starts dishing out brownies. And all of a sudden, they're all panicking, you know, because they've all ingested a ton of, of THC. Yeah, and you're only supposed to eat, like, a, a single bite of the brownie and see where it takes you, right? How do you not, know? Not the whole brownie, because I've got, I went to college, I had friends. <laughs> <laughs> and he's been trained. I was training. But from what I understand, you, uh, like, you have to, you kind of got to dip your toe into it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. D- dabble do you, and those kids. Those those senior citizens were just like, oh brownie, yay, and some coffee. Yeah. You know, <laughs> next thing you know, they're like, you're mixing Schna- your uppers with your downers. Yeah, the schnozberries taste like schnozberries. <laughs> 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 Matlock, why is his face melting? <laughs> I've always thought Matlock was a fine mother. Burp. No, <laughs> I can't believe it's only been five minutes. <laughs> but you yeah. know, it, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how that case plays out just to see you know do you uh, obviously this guy is not supposed to be making pot brownies but you know who's who's at fault like is it him for just making it for personal consumption or is it the mom that saw brownies sitting there and decided to take them without permission and and do the distribution aspect of 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 this yeah see he's in trouble she's the one that should be in trouble for stealing well like i said that's what makes it interesting like how are they how are they going to approach this from a prosecution standpoint (laughs) well and and you're so close to wherever our law is lying on on, as far as legal not legal where at when what how much what where blah 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 Mm -hmm. all that he's like by the time this all gets settled we may be past the point of it being almost legal. You well, know what I mean? And p- possession is one thing, but I think it, it kind of crosses a different line when you when you uh, give it to somebody unknowing that they're ingesting it. Yeah. So that that kind of elevates things. I am not a prosecutor. I'm not a lawyer. The only time I've ever spent in the courtroom is as a reporter. Uh, so I I don't know I'm just I'm, I'm purely speculating right now. Yeah, same. The no, EMTs when they yeah. got there and, and <laughs> realized that these these seniors Maybe. were stoned. There's <laughs> that, there's that one rogue firefighter <laughs> oh, no. that's like you know he's a little wild. He's like you guys you guys hold on all these people are just high. <laughs> How do you know? Hey. I was in college once. I had some friends. No, but it's like yeah. I mean, that would have been funny. You know, we I, ate I, these pop brownies, and now we feel funny. Uh, I, I saw, you know, it's interesting that that comes out of South Dakota, but I saw kind of a similar story come out of California yesterday. Are you guys familiar with the, uh, they call it the one chip challenge? Uh-oh. Uh, so there's this, tor- heard of this tortilla chip manufacturer oh, that... Yes. Is this the spicy one? This is the spicy one. And we've got our own story about that, (laughs) We need to do this. Uh, But so uh, essentially 
it, it's one ship that is it, it's like ghost pepper and scorpion yeah. pepper, like the hottest peppers on earth. And it's like two million Scoville, like four hundred times hotter than a jalapeno or whatever. Should we try it? I think it would be awesome to watch you guys do it because <laughs> I've already done it. I think we should do it and then run the obstacle course at SRT. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, not, not without a diaper. I like where this is going. <laughs> Anyway, so the story that I saw came out of California in which, uh, you know, a bunch of students were doing this at a certain school. Like seven of them got sick and three had to go to the hospital. Oh. And the, the school has now banned the one chip challenge. And if you're caught with one of these chips, you get sent home from school. Wow. This wow. is where we're at as a society. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean. Them. I've seen pictures where it messed people's tongues and mouths up. I mean, it's that hot if you're not used to it or I don't know. I mean, especially younger kids. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, right. And you got to rinse your mouth with some milk, not water, (laughs) you know? Well, I'll tell you, I I did it. Uh, You know, we we had our command staff retreat uh, a few weeks ago. And so (laughs) somehow one of our coworkers had come across this chip in a gas station somewhere and bought it. And brought it out to see if anybody wanted to try it. And so nobody raised their hand. And I said, well, I'll do it if you do it. And so we, we oh, both boy. took half of it. It was it was rough for a while. It was <laughs> it was real rough. But Did you we, cry? Uh, there, were, there was definitely some eye-watering. Was there? Yeah. And Did you feel it the next day? Oh, that was the worst. Yeah. <laughs> like the after effects was the worst part. That's what, that's what would get me is I like spicy stuff. Like I like the burn in my mouth. I like all of that. Mm-hmm. And I find that for some reason, I guess enjoyable or something. I don't know, but I like it. Yeah. But it's it's the if you get the wrong spice and it messes with your downtown. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Your belly. And the next day or two or three, you're like you're looking for some salve. Yeah. And it's bad stuff. Yeah. Well, so it, imagine you know eating the hottest thing that you've ever had, and then over the next twelve hours gradually feeling that working its way lower and lower and lower and you can just i mean it's a gut check you know exactly where it's sitting in you yep. the entire time and then you, you can just, feel it traveling yeah it's then, checked into my lower intestines yeah. <laughs> i can feel it passing through yep. every inch by inch stay close to home and you just know it's gonna be like the ride's not over yet you're going for a hike and you're like oh no <laughs> that last step was a woozy so anyway, oh one chip challenge. Apparently, don't do it in school. And no. we have one more question coming from my five year old. Yeah, uh, he. We drove by. We were driving down Omaha Street the other day, and we passed the donut shop. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Mommy, do cops really eat donuts?" Yes. Yes. You do. Yes. One hundred percent. Who don't? Yeah. yeah. I don't Who know. don't eat? Donuts, I was laughing period. so hard Why? at him. Yeah. We we just love that we work in a profession where people want to bring us donuts. Yeah. Okay. For right. those that are listening, uh, chocolate covered Bavarian filled. Mm. Do you guys ever? Ooh, that's my favorite. Bring donuts to other people. Or, the, or I'm also a fan of the sugar, uh, the sugar cake donut as well. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We will. Um, you know, I know that uh, there's some different fundraisers around the, the area. Um, I know a common one that we get asked to do is, you know, like a, a silent auction. And so a silent auction for charity, you are the winning bidder. You get a uh, box of donuts personally delivered to you and your business from the chief of police. Oh, wow. So, yeah, we'll do donut deliveries. <laughs> Okay. I, you know, Kelvin, we've really been dropping the ball. We need to bring some donuts for these guys. Yeah. 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 It's been yeah. months, this you guys. Is, this is like show number what? 
eight. We're on season two. Yeah, we're on season two, two, and we haven't brought donuts in for these guys. I'm yeah. sitting here yeah. sharing my Girl Scout cookies. You with did, you guys. and I, I feel bad, but I I'm wow, probably going to eat another one. You're saving my <laughs> life by eating some of those. I went to sample one, was halfway through the package when you guys showed up. I can't stop. I just saw a sign that they're not going to bring donuts because he pushed the cookies back your way. No, no. Have some more of those cookies and, and bring in some donuts. I like the the twists. Okay. My favorite donut is the uh, maple bars with the bacon on top. Oh, yeah. No oh, bacon, man. but I do like the maple frosting donuts. Mm-hmm. That's that's so stereotypical, isn't it? Like yeah. a donut with a piece of bacon I on top. Oh, yeah. I'm afraid yeah. that's going to give me a heart attack just looking at it. <laughs> yeah. That's worth it. Though. I dare it. <laughs> they should just call it the cop donut. They, they should. <laughs> they, the they, they, they should call it the 5 The 5 Give me a couple of your 5 <laughs> You know, the, the donuts and bacon are are two stereotypes that I, I personally am happy to uh, to have be associated with the profession. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Because, I, I mean, donuts and bacon are like two of the greatest things, so why not associate them with your profession? <laughs> yeah, it could have been worse. I see put a lot of thought into this. Mm-hmm. It could have been a lot worse. I can't think of something else. Could have been the chip challenge. In order to be a cop, you have to do the chip challenge. Well, so we do kind of a chip challenge, but for your eyes. Yes. Yeah. With the OC spray. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's, that's nasty. Speaking of that, would you rather be tased or maced if you had to choose? I have been neither. I would rather be tased. Really? Because mm-hmm. it's quick and it's over with. Well, I shouldn't say quick. It feels like a lifetime. It's, you know, generally when a person gets tased, it's uh, for five seconds. Because it goes in five seconds increments. So basically, if I was to tase Brandon, it goes off for five seconds. Whether, whether or not he's pulling the trigger. Yeah. Uh, the initial charge is <laughs> five, five seconds. seconds. And then if he keeps acting like a jerk, then I got to pull the trigger again and give him another five seconds. Yeah. But uh, after that five seconds, uh, it's pretty much done and over with. If you could relate the feeling to something, what would it be? Oh, geez. Like getting shot? Oh, hey, I got one for you. Fork in light socket? Yeah, that's exactly what oh, I was okay, going to say. okay, that's not bad. That's exactly what I was going to say. Well, but, but on steroids. Bad. Yeah. I could do that. Yeah. Uh, so it's like your whole, rather than just your finger going to the light socket and getting a jolt from like like a light socket, just imagine not just your hand and your arm, it's your whole body. Oh, okay. And it's for, like I said, five, generally five seconds. It is kind of fun to watch other people get tased. No. I, I sympathize. You know, yeah, it's not just, it's not a fun thing by any means. <laughs> the the whole idea is to it, the the term is called neuromuscular incapacitation, right? And so the the taser fires out two probes, one you know connects on the one part of the body, the other connects on a different part, and then creates that current between the two probes that incapacitates the muscles, basically <coughs> causes you to tense up and not be able to you know use your motor functions for that five seconds. Long enough for us to either get you in, into handcuffs, to drop a knife, to, to, you know, basically get you in a position where you can be safely taken into custody. All right. To where that pepper spray, who that's nasty. That will just never goes away. That don't, yeah, you could get pepper sprayed and you can wash your face off and you can be good to go for, like, even the rest of your shift. I mean, you could be good to go, but then uh, when you go home and you hop in the shower... Yeah, it's not a, not a good thing. If you don't thing. have any pepper, can you spray it on your food? You know, I've heard of people doing that. I just don't know if that's myth or, or it's what. The pepper spray the, challenge. Yeah, I don't know. The spicy spray. Yeah, it's all about the challenges if today. If your breath, is I mean, horrible. I suppose I don't. It's not gonna. I don't think it's gonna 
well, I better not say hurt you because then someone's going to try it. And then <laughs> <laughs> they probably will. <laughs> if, if you come across pepper spray, just leave it alone. Exactly. <laughs> that's the best that's advice the, we can give. That's you. the message we'll pass today. Leave pepper spray alone. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, one more thing. Congratulations on your award. Oh, I saw online. Thank you for that. I appreciate oh. that. Can you tell the listeners what it is? Uh, yeah, I was formally recognized as an honorary base commander for Ellsworth Air Force Base. Uh, I am assigned to the 28th uh, Aircraft Maintenance Squadron. Uh, and so I get to do that for two years. Sweet. Uh, and it's basically a program that uh, allows uh, members of the community to, to come out and get to better know the base and bring that back to their circles. Do you get to fly like Thunderbirds and B-1s and things like that? I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's what I get to do. Okay, cool. Uh, Make sure you give me a ring and I'll I'm pretty sure you. I get to fly the B-21 now. Oh, yeah. And how did they make their selection? <laughs> how did they come up There's with There's a nomination process, and so I had a former base commander that uh, reached out to me and asked if I would be interested in a nomination, and I said absolutely, and so she... Uh, filled out the nomination. It went directly to the base commander himself, who personally made the selections. Uh, and I was very humbled to find out that I was I was selected in the wow. process. So, sweet, yeah. So, um, other than that, I was going to share with you. Uh, he was making fun of my shoes, but I'm actually up for a. Uh, what do you think about a uniform change to something like that? Oh my gosh! <laughs> I think I think we should just Dick Tracy much. Uh, that's the that's the blanket uniform for s- criminal investigation. Oh yeah! Oh, wow! All lieutenants have to wear this. Yes. Yep. <laughs> they roll up in like a black mobster car, and yeah. I think yeah. everybody would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I thought I'd share. <laughs> yeah. That's you my favorite. Send, can suit. I have a copy of that? That's my favorite. Suit. Yeah. I think that should be the it. cover of this episode. Yeah, that'd be all right. I'm oh. good with that. <laughs> okay, send it on over to me. Now it's time for you guys to go. No, well, we love you guys. Yeah. Don't get don't get in trouble today. We right. love you too. <laughs> love good. you guys, Kelvin especially. Not today. Come on, Kelvin. not today. No, it's not coming. All right, well, give us some. I gave you guys a opening today. Yeah, so give we'll us the closing that. too. That was awesome. <laughs> give us the closing. Yeah, nothing's coming to mind. Nothing. Rip my, the knobs my, off. The uh, radio. What do you what What is your official title? What the Roadhouse. You, the Roadhouse with Amy and Brandon. We are radio personalities. Okay, my radio personality Cast. cannot come up with a good closing today, so I'll have to pass. But I'll come up with if if the Roadhouse was on our radio channel, how would you try to get in touch with them? I would. Uh, I'd send them a text or I'd send them uh, an email. Oh, lame. What, 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 Actually, I might. Come what sort of language would you use over the radio system to get in touch with them? I don't know. I'm lost. What's your P number? Lost words. Uh, this is uh, this is radio personality Brandon or calling out to Lieutenant Moser. Over. The P4? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm coming around turn four here looking pretty as all get yeah. out. Coming on the inside. I know Cole Trickle. He always goes to the outside. <laughs> all right, guys. I'm out of here. Right, I love you. Over Bye. and out. Bye. <laughs> Citizen's Arrest is hosted by Amy Rose, Brandon Jones, Brendan Medina, and Lieutenant Mosier. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.